Welcome to the Hills and Hollows podcast. You know, over the last several weeks, we've heard from moms, dads, business owners, pastors, and anyone and everyone in between about the topics that matter to you most, like anxiety and depression. We've heard stories of revival that happened in Seneca so long ago. We've heard a lot of awesome things. And next week, we're going to sit down with two of our writers, Mary Jane Cowley and Kyle Nicholson, to talk about what's to come in season two of the Hills and Hollows podcast. But today, we're going to take a moment, share some of our favorite highlights of the last season, some of our favorite stories, some of our favorite moments. And if it's something you've missed and you want to dive back into that, be sure to check it out on iTunes, on YouTube, on Spotify, and all your favorite places that you like to stream your content. But we're going to jump right in, share some of our favorite moments on episode 12 of the Hills and Hollows podcast. one piece of advice or encouragement you have for maybe a mom or dad or couple out there that's struggling with their parenting right now? Most parents are struggling. I mean, I know very few moms that'll say I'm rocking this parenting thing and I got it all under control. I mean, we all feel like we eat McDonald's too much and we don't say I love you enough or we don't throw the football enough in the backyard. Like I, I, I would just encourage you give yourself some grace find you a good support group. You and know? I would just say as, as to the fathers, it's just, it's not too late to start in terms of helping out, picking up the slack, loving your kids, spending more time with them because, you know, your job or, you know, your travel, it's never too late. Um, and just and supporting your spouse. I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll just try to tell yes. Jason, you're a great dad. Yes. Like you, you did that really well. Like he's got an amazing relationship with our adopted daughter. Um, he He's very good right now with meeting her needs for affection and attention. And sometimes I'll just say, wow, you really handled that really well with her. Um, we need encouragement, you know, not just from our friends, but from our spouse. Tell me about a time that you had a serious conflict in marriage and, and how that worked out. How'd you work through it? Yeah, like I wasn't violent ever. Oh, no, right. no, no. She never with me. I, we tease about chasing me around with a frying pan, you know, but that really <laughs> was all never joking happened. Aside. That really yeah. never happened. But I do remember some time you frustrated me that I was then walking in towards the garage mad and I just swung a fist at the wall and I put a hole in that wall. Oh, wow. <laughs> all right. The consequences were I had to repair the wall. And that gave me a lot of time to think to about. Think it's about really it. pretty silly because it was just feeling angry over a trivial thing. So, what advice would you give to somebody out there? <laughs> uh, the co- yeah, so some don't the- punch walls. Hit a pillow instead. <laughs> yeah, hit something softer. <laughs> uh, if, no, the, I'd say the serious thing about advice is, is yeah, you're going to have something in conflict, and I'll bet you most of the time it's a misunderstanding. Right. So. Take a step back. Some people like to say, count to 10. I, I'd like to say just you know, step away for a bit, think about it, and say, is this really worth fighting over? And right. it probably isn't. Um, then I think, from my perspective, I'll say, be the man, step up, and apologize. Right. That even, even if maybe it really wasn't my fault, take, take, <laughs> take responsibility. Yeah, take responsibility. Uh, <laughs> well, the thing I would like to say is, is uh, yes, think about what just happened, and is it more important to be right or to be loving. And so when you think about it, and when I think about it, I think now, after we've been married several years, that 
I, he is right more often than I get him, give him credit for. And I am more. <laughs> he perked more, up. I was like, yeah, yeah. I am. <laughs> and I'm more wrong than I give myself credit for. So I really need to think twice and, you know, maybe pray about it and then go back and talk and apologize. What advice do you have for someone who is currently just struggling with social media or struggling with um, their body image or their self-worth based on what they see online? Um, I would say this is going to sound very, very cliche, but change what you see. Um, A long time ago, I used to think, uh, well, there aren't a lot of people who talk about God on social media, which was a complete lie. There's so many people who talk about God and the things that you are, the things that you want to be or you want to be closer to. So you really have to take some time. Like for me personally, I took some time away from social media just to figure out who I was because that's what I knew was the problem or the cause of me falling into those depressions because I wasn't being myself. And so I figured out who I was and then I figured out from there what I wanted to see. So I went and followed a lot of things that just didn't reflect who I was on the inside. And I followed things that I wanted to see to make me, I guess, I guess feel better or like um, get closer to the person that I um, am. And most of those things just reflected probably just a lot of positive quotes or um, just women who have a positive influence on the world and things like that. So I started following those accounts instead. And now my social media looks completely different and it doesn't have that effect on me anymore. In this day and age, there's a lot of pressure on Mm -hmm. high schoolers. I mean, even when I was in high school, which was Mm -hmm. many years ago, (laughs) um, there's a lot of pressure on us to figure out what we're doing in our life at Mm -hmm. such an early age. Is that is that the right advice or what's your opinion on that? That's a great question. I think there is a lot of pressure put on high schoolers and those who are, you know, freshmen or sophomores or I mean, I mean, all the way through junior seniors in college. to to really have it figured out. And to be honest, I think, um, well, coming from like from a faith standpoint, I think that if we had to have it all figured out by the time we were 13, 14, 15, then where would our need for dependence in the Lord be? Um, and but also that is just a really heavy burden right. for for anybody to carry it. Uh, honestly, no matter what age that you are, because I mean, you could hit your mid early 40s and want to completely change career paths and excel in that. Um, so I do, I think that some of that pressure needs to be to be taken off and know that our gifts and our skills ag- adapt and grow over time. Um, and it's not, it's definitely not something I think, I did not know what I wanted to do in high school and who knows what the Lord has for my future. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that pressure can be alleviated or should be alleviated. What about someone who maybe isn't involved in the worship team or there's somebody out there in the community that are out there in church saying, like, how do I worship? Mm -hmm. How do I surrender this to God? Like, Mm -hmm. they don't know. They don't don't have that understanding like we do growing up in the church and being a part of the church. So what advice would you have to them, either of you? The idea that that you see kind of maybe you see a group of people and how they worship and you think that's how I have to be. And, I, and that's just not what yeah, God intended. No, like, that's really God good. didn't intend for everybody to be the same and you have to raise your hands mm-hmm. to every song or you have to sing, man. You find what works for you. And and that's why I think it's so important that you worship God through prayer mm-hmm. and, and through your devotion times and stuff like that. And I think as you get more mature in your relationship with God, 
you'll see things change. Mm -hmm. Things will come more natural and stuff. So I don't ever expect or, or think anyone has to go into it and be the super Christian. Right. You right. know, that, that's not what God wants. God just wants a relationship. And what comes from it comes from it. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today for our recap episode. Be sure to join us again next week, next Thursday, for our final episode of season one of the Hills and Hollows podcast. Again, we'll be sitting down with two of our writers, Mary Jane Cowie, Kyle Nicholson, to talk about our plans for the future. And we'll give you some updates on when to expect season two of the Hills and Hollows podcast. You can stay connected at foothills.cc slash Hills and Hollows on iTunes, on Spotify, on YouTube, all your favorite places to stream content next week guys we'll see you then